already do anything. Hey there, everyone. This is Bev and Edme. Hi, guys. How you doing? We are excited about sharing a trip that we uh, took back in 2016. Yes, we went to Germany. Yes. Munich. Munich. Mm-hmm. I always say Munich, and Emmy always corrects me. We went to Munich, Germany, and we mm-hmm. had a fabulous time. Yeah, and this... Uh, Actually, it was uh, two of us and Jessica were there, mm-hmm. and we were there for four weeks. Uh, and we uh, were blessed to be hosted by good friends of ours. Uh, we had actually met them uh, the previous year in New Orleans, um, and uh, I'd actually encountered them at an airport in Texas. They were visiting from Germany, mm-hmm. and uh, we were happened to be stranded in Texas on our way to New Orleans. And so, uh, again, the Lord used what was meant for evil and turned it for good. Yeah. And we ended up uh, spending time together. In their country. Yeah. And it's we have a whole story on just our adventure in New Orleans alone, but we'll save that for another podcast. But, uh, yeah, going forward, we were we met with them in Germany, and they hosted us. I mean, they treated us so wonderfully, and we had such a good time. Um, so, first things first, when we got there... Um, we, she picked us up from the airport and she took us home and she just got us settled in. And I think at this time, Benny was in school and that's her son. And, um, you know, we kind of let her know what our game plan was. You know, we wanted to look for people to help, people to minister to. And at this time, and I don't know if things have changed, but in, uh, in Germany, they had taken in a lot of refugees from Nigeria. And she knew about um, a, a refugee camp. And now this is the the interesting perspective. We weren't really in the city of of, of uh, Munich. We were on the outskirts where she lived. And think about Germany is where we were at. It was so clean. It was so immaculate. I mean, all you seen was beautiful land, space, and agriculture. So it was like we were like, well, we don't really know where to find the rough gruff at because everything looks so clean and immaculate. And so she was like, you know, I know some. Uh, uh, I know about some refugee camps where some Nigerians stay. And so uh, once we got settled in and everything like that, she brought us over there to the to meet them. And this is the thing that I have to point out. Even the refugee camp where they stayed was immaculate. I mean, they it, what was it, like a, a, a trailer or those something? Were, yeah, those were different trailers uh, that were uh, having not only Nigerian people, but also people from Syria. Um, and you would have rooms that they would share mm-hmm. and they would have common kitchens and, and showers. And we were actually, we were pretty amazed at how, how good it looked, right? I mean, this was, we had never seen anything like this. Um, and we were just in France too. So we had seen mm-hmm. how the refugees lived in France. And so yeah. then for us to come to Germany and see how they lived, I mean, honey, when I say night and day, they lived so good. Yeah, they did. They did. And the interesting part uh, was that the Nigerians were there, not necessarily out of crisis per se. Obviously, you had the Boko Haram uh, situation in the north, but a lot of them came to have a better life. Yeah. Um, you also had the Syrian side. Actually, the camp that we went to was divided in two parts. You had the Nigerians and the Syrians. And the Syrian, obviously, at the time, the Syrian topic was pretty hot. And a lot of people were migrating to um, to Europe, um, and so we we were able to see how um, the Germans, the local German people, dealt with these people. Yeah. And that was something to see. Yeah. So we went into the uh, the 
the place, uh, the, mm-hmm. the, 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 I think it was the trailer. Mm-hmm. We went into the trailer, so we started to look around. And, and you anybody could just go in, actually. There's no mm-hmm. locked door. I mean, and I, I find that interesting, too. Like, uh, if you're a citizen of Germany, if you want to walk in there, <laughs> you could walk in there to check. <laughs> it's mm-hmm. interesting how they set things up. But um, so we walk in. And we're checking around, and the place looks decent. I mean, they have running water. I mean, it's just it looks it looks really nice, you guys. And um, we run into a woman named Rita, mm-hmm. and uh, we're you know we start to ask her questions, and we're like, you know, hey, uh, how are things going, and and what's this like here? So the 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 initial thing that really drew us to her, which you'll find funny, is that she she really started to complain, and she was like, you know, well they don't do nothing for us, and they don't do this and they don't do that and you know it just you could see she had a, a a disdain a little bit for the german government because she felt like they weren't doing enough mind you like we just said we just got back from france and we seen how they were living in france i mean basically porta potties for homes and then to see how they're living in germany and our minds were like they're not doing anything wow i mean <laughs> it looks like they're doing a lot so she continues to talk about it and 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 I think what happened in May? That's when, for some reason, we realized that when you are accustomed to receive and receive and receive, mm-hmm. um, again, you, you don't get satisfied because then that's when we realized, wait a minute, if she turned it around and asked herself, listen, am I going to be a weight for Germany or should I be an asset for Germany? I actually come into the country with the idea of pouring into the country giving back giving back you know and so that's what we encourage her to do and we challenged her and told her listen don't ask what germany can do for you ask yourself what you can do for germany if you know the lord then you have everything you need Mm -hmm. to actually be a blessing to this country and thankfully enough she received it she did she received it she received it with no problem she understood where we came from and again it's not a down on her i believe anybody is susceptible yeah to just pour out their feelings. You know, if you see your situation hasn't changed for two years, yeah. because that's what she did say, that she had been in that situation for two years and that she somehow hoped that she would leave the quote-unquote refugee trailer to be in an apartment, uh, then yes, you, you, you may, if you're having a quote-unquote bad day, to just pour that out. But it was an opportunity for us to, rem- to remind her of what was most important. Is how she can be a blessing and for her to realize that she is actually already blessed yeah and so and from that that idea that you got actually yeah yeah yeah. um the thing is what we said to her we were correcting her we'll mm-hmm. be honest but what blessed us about correcting her was her humbleness and mm-hmm. her willingness to receive it and there wasn't a debate there wasn't a back and forth it, it was it was she respected it mm-hmm. and you know we already had a heart to bless anyway, but it gave us even the more ammo to just want to bless her even the more because we realized, okay, this woman could be worked with. And I just want to add this point mm-hmm. in, you know, right now, while we're doing this podcast, we're in Africa and we're ministering in Africa. And that again is another, a whole nother podcast, but sweetie, we see how Africans live out here. We've been to the townships. Let me tell you something. That refugee camp that they lived My in Lord. was luxury, luxury. It was luxury compared to what they're living in right now in the countries that we're in now there she was living the life of luxury baby i mean it was it was it was fabulous i and i just want to put that out there so i believe once she got reminded of that she was like oh you know what you're right 
Let me mm-hmm. let me let me remember where I came from. Let mm-hmm. me let me remember mm-hmm. why I came here. Mm-hmm. And you, you can't go anywhere looking for a handout. You can't go anywhere. Could you imagine I travel all the way somewhere else just to expect someone to give me some, <laughs> well, something when I get there? That would preach. Baby, you yeah, yeah. Could you imagine hmm. taking a trip? You like I'm gonna take a road trip, but you know, at every gas station they're gonna give me gas. Hmm. Well, uh, you probably ain't gonna get past whatever full tank you fill it up yourself. You ain't gonna get you ain't gonna get no further. It's gonna literally take the grace of God for you to get somewhere. But uh yeah, that j- just to give you an understanding or illustration on what we were really trying to teach her and she received it and it was awesome. And so then from there we told her we gave her a job. We said, okay, listen, miss, we need you to get with every single person in this whole facility, mm-hmm. and we need you to have them write down a list of everything they need, and we're going to come back tomorrow and pick it up. Now, of course, usually, we're, we, we, I mean, mm-hmm. in most cases, we would have been there every day, dead on, but we were spending time with Benny and Manu, so we left the assignment up to her so we could still have some time to minister to Benny and Manu. It was a, a, a kind of a two-way ministry, at home and out on the streets. So we told her to just get talk to each person and write a list of everything they need. And so she's like, okay, I'm going to do it. And she was excited to do it, and... And and so we we left her with that job, and then we left, and we what did we do? I mean, we went back. I think we went back with Manu out to go somewhere. And that, yeah, that's first. She cooked for us. Uh, yeah, actually, that first day she uh, she had told us that she teaches. She's a a school teacher, and so uh, she teaches English, and so she invited us to uh, to her school for us to visit with her class, her English class. Uh, so that was pretty cool to do. And we spent some good time with the the actually they were young young teenagers. Uh, so that was pretty cool, and then we spent some of the rest of the day with. Wait, with did we do that? We sure did. I don't remember oh, that. I sure remember. And it was we went to her school, and it was yeah, it was the three of us with her, and we came back, and uh, you know while we while we're there, and I, oh my god, yeah, I oh, don't yeah. remember that. Oh, I sure remember that. Okay. Yeah, but um, as we did that, we came back. You know, one of the things that uh, blessed us with this lady coffee. Keep going. Yeah. <laughs> um, one of the things that blessed us with uh, Manu, at first I wasn't sure if I should say her name or not, but since Bev already Hey, Manu! It, yeah, hopefully she'll be okay with the recording and be okay with what we're saying. Um, what really blessed us with her is, number one, their graciousness is in, in, in receiving us in their home. Yes. We, let me point that out. We had, before that happening, uh, we we didn't know if that's something we could do, so we went ahead and had booked a hotel room mm-hmm. for our stay in Munich, Germany. Uh, now we could not go back because it was a very cheap price per se compared to what we could have paid, and so it's something that we could not get a refund for. So we were looking to see how we could bless someone else uh, with uh, that room that we mm-hmm. had booked at that hotel. Mm-hmm. So we told Manu because Manu eventually invited us to stay at her home yeah and we asked her if she knew of anyone especially the fact that she had already connected us with the refugee um we call them refugee camps but no they don't trust me they don't look like camps uh they're more trailers um and we thought maybe she could talk to somebody and see how we could connect and see how who we can bless a family that could stay there for a week yeah 
And what, what what happened? Do you recall what the response was once she contacted the people? Do you recall what they say? It was something interesting. Didn't it throw us off? And I'm trying to, I don't want to, I, I can't say I remember okay. what I said because I literally right. just in this moment remembered the children okay. uh, that we went to see. <laughs> All right. So, so while she recovers from not remembering. Not remembering. I'm going to go ahead and explain. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Go ahead. Go ahead. Uh, so Manu calls uh so maybe a manager at the refugee trailer and explains the situation that we have a room available at a hotel <laughs> and the response was this uh that the lady thought that uh she wouldn't be able to find someone to go there and we were a little shocked oh yes okay so what do you mean and she started to explain they've been trying to place some of the syrian families in different homes and uh many of them are not satisfied and actually reject uh, the placements because they feel it's too far from the train station or they feel <laughs> now hearing me hear me please hear me those are Syrian yeah. families that left a torn one countries that is what we see on TV okay mm-hmm. now this is not to say that every family is that way yep I'm gonna say that again this is not to say that every Syrian family is that way or mm-hmm. Nigerian family or any refugee family is mm-hmm. that way I mm-hmm. believe that there are people who have really left tragedy and are thankful for whatever they can find yeah. on their way out yeah. okay I said it I'm, I said it again okay however for us to hear that this woman believed that she would not be able to find anyone who would accept it because it was for one week um, and the reason that she gave was that they've had a hard time placing Syrian families because they were rejecting because they were rejecting the places and they were fine and and this is the thing that Manu said that really stood out Germany is very expensive (laughs) it's an expensive country okay and it's very difficult to find a nice flat so for them to be able to get a flat and basically the government pay for it and give it to them was already overextending (laughs) to the government in itself for these people to turn down the apartment and be like, you know, it's not close close enough to the, the, the train station or it's not by the, this type of road. So we don't want to take it. And they would completely turn down the apartment. And it was just like a slap in the face hmm. to the country. And also it was a slap in the face to us because here we have this apartment and we're ready to give it to someone or this this hotel room mm-hmm. ready to give it to someone and bless someone and she's literally saying i can't find no one that would take it i can't find anyone that would think this was good enough <laughs> yeah. mind you these people are living in a beautiful country and come from uh some war down worn a uh, war uh torn torn, torn country and now they're like, listen, that ain't good enough, sweetie. We need something better on your tab. Yeah. That yeah, that was that was that's I think for all of us that was like flabbergasting. Yeah. Yeah. And this was, I'm re- remembering it now. This was not in Germany alone. Uh, while we were in France as well, we dealt with uh, Romanian community. Absolutely. Yeah. And I would hear some of the complaints. Uh, and there are, I, I mean, again, not all complaining is bad per se if they are legitimately seeking for solutions and letting people know to where they can find a solution to the problems they're having. There's nothing wrong in this per se. However, I would hear some of the things and some of the complaints and I would think back because my parents migrated from Haiti in the 70s to go to France. And when they did, 
They didn't have assistance. They didn't have government saying, okay, we're going to pay for your housing. We're going to pay for your medicine. Mm-hmm. We're gonna... They mm-hmm. did not have this. They had to be thankful, number one, that they made their way there. Mm-hmm. Number two, see who could help um, to where they could find a job and work and be able to stand on their own two feet. Mm-hmm. So when I would hear these things, I, I said, did I miss something? Or mm-hmm. is this now that because help has been made available to a certain degree, that now people just expect the help, That's the help, true. instead of it being That's a privilege true. to go to a different country. That's I'm true. an immigrant myself. I was born and raised in France, and I came to the U.S. 15 years ago. Man, I tell you what, I came with probably 50 bucks, and it's the grace of God. I didn't know the Lord at the time. I met Jesus in America, and I, I, I want to say this, and I know this is not even the taping, but for some reason, it's, it, I just... Please appreciate the country you live in. Uh-huh. Really do. You do not know what you have. Yes. You yes. really don't. Yes. Everywhere we go overseas, because we come and from we're America. specifically speaking for first world countries. Like, <laughs> my really. God. My really. God. My God. My yeah. God. Don't believe the hype. Please don't. Please don't. It doesn't mean that the U.S. doesn't have issues. That is not what I'm saying. But please. When you go to other countries and you see the situations there, man, that makes you so thankful for what's available in America. Absolutely. So that's just to give you a perspective. But again, it's walking the streets that has really taught us a lot of the principles Mm -hmm. of God. Aside from the word of God, now you see it alive and active everywhere we go. And it's really anchoring us to have a laser, single-eyed perspective. You know, and we're not claiming we have a the best perspective, but by God, we're trying for it to really be the one that Jesus has. Yeah. Because and, things got to change. Mm-hmm. And sorry to interrupt you, but uh, and just to go into the understanding of assistance, you know. <laughs> excuse me. Um, excuse me. Uh, I I am considered a welfare child. Yeah. yeah. Uh, my parent, my mother was single and living on welfare. Uh, my father couldn't provide at the time and he wasn't around. So, uh, she, she, she was on welfare. And the one thing I remember her saying to me was, you know, you don't live off of welfare. You, you, it's something you, you, you don't, you don't live your life off welfare. You get up, you go get a job, you do something with yourself. That's one thing I remember my mom saying, do not live off of welfare. And I believe at this time, there was still that old school mentality to where people were ashamed <laughs> to go. You know, even my dad would say, you know, when he had food stamps, he was ashamed to go in the store and pay with food stamps because people would be looking at him crazy or laughing yeah. at him. Like, or, you know, getting assistance wasn't looked upon as, oh, well, they ain't doing this for me. They ain't doing that for me. They ain't giving me this. They ain't giving me that. It was like, wait a minute. That is, you know what I'm saying? You don't want to, you know, that was back in the days when I was shameful. Yeah, and actually, people would rather commit crime. <laughs> exactly. Than be, exactly. On, than be on welfare. Than be on welfare. They would rather commit crime than be on welfare because it was looked look, look down mm-hmm. upon that bad just for now. And our day, people are like, oh, well, they ain't doing this for me, and they need to do that, we and they more. need to do this. And, and no, no, it don't work like that. It don't work like that. But I believe that was a time where uh, they was still there was still some type of uh, a fear or some type of respect for wanting to get up and go and do things and grind, you know? And um, 
it, and it just goes to show, you know, I, no disrespect to those that are on welfare, because like I said, I was on it. But it is is not you, you can't live your life on a safety boat. You cannot build a house on a safety boat. You can't pull out a table get out the water. and dine and eat on a safety boat. You you need to be in a, your own ship, a solid <laughs> ship. If you ain't got a solid ship to roll through that sea, baby, you need to get on land and you need to figure yourself out mm-hmm. with the help of Christ Jesus. <laughs> With the help of Christ Jesus. But, yeah, that's not the way. So I just, um, not to down anybody on welfare, mm. but I just want to put that point out there. Yeah. And it is godly. You know, the word says you you, you don't work, you don't eat. Uh-huh. Uh, that, that's the word, <laughs> child. That says it all. And, that's you know, I, I, I would encourage anyone, because I find myself at times to where I said, well, am I going to be working? Or, And I found that volunteering your time, if yeah. you don't work. At least volunteer. Let's just say you're getting welfare. At least volunteer somewhere for the welfare you're getting. Put in some work to the money you're receiving. God will honor that. If you, that, that may not be the best situation, but let's just say you're on welfare and God gives you a breath, breath to breathe and strength to rise up out of your bed. We would encourage you, go volunteer somewhere. Yes. Rather than sitting around and collecting welfare. And again, don't expect no. nothing from nobody but no. Jesus. No. Don't, don't expect nothing from nobody but the love of God. Hmm. And technically, don't expect nothing from nobody. Expect it from the Father. Yeah. That's the reality. Yeah. We're, we're putting our expectations in man. When we already know man is not perfect unless they are through Christ Jesus. And, and, and of course, because of Adam, man has fallen. So you, you, you can't guarantee all the time looking at the... You don't know what that government system is about. You don't know who's in the midst of that. <laughs> you can't guarantee that they're going to be there for you. But you know what? You can count on Christ Jesus. And he will send people that are perfect through him that will help you and be there for you. But it will be a respect and a reverence for one another in the midst of that, knowing that the Lord is behind all of this. And that's where it's supposed to be. It's not supposed to be in government. It's not supposed to be in looking for a, the next person to do something for you. Mercy. It's about Jesus, period, point blank. And uh, I'm sorry we got to get so long on that, but I believe that's something. And I mean, we're going to talk about this consistently through these podcasts because this is what we've seen consistently. But you know what? Nonetheless, the Lord has showed up and showed up. Mm-hmm. So the next day, going back into the story, mm-hmm. the next day we end up... Um, Going back, you know, to read, we spent time, you know, we spent time with Benny mm-hmm. and Manu when we had dinner. We had a good night. We laughed. We joked. Uh, <laughs> it's another funny part of the story. I don't know if I want to put it in. Oh, God. No. I don't no. know if I want to put it in. No. no. <laughs> I'm I not think, gonna, yeah, I think, I'm I, not think gonna put I know what she's talking listen, about. And this is, know, I, this is. Listen, just know that TMI. last night. TMI. Last, TMI. <laughs> TMI. Okay, let's, let's Just know that last night. We had a good time, y'all. We laughed so hard. We had a good time. And we'll keep it all. Oh, you got to get with us face-to-face to get the rest of the tea. Sorry. Yeah, no, that's TMI. Anyway, you can't put on podcast. Keep going, keep going. But anyway. Please. <laughs> but, so the next morning, we get up. We go to the refugee camp or whatever. And, um... We uh we we run it we we, we meet up with Rita and mm-hmm. we like went over asking I'm like you know so tell us what you got so she I mean the woman was so organized notepad notepad <laughs> professional to the best of her extent <laughs> I mean she took the job seriously yes. and that for us showed us wow this woman. Mm-hmm. Okay, she got the picture, mm-hmm. but she's not just getting it and saying, oh, yeah, I get it, and still doing some old foolishness. No, she, she got the ran. picture, and she got it 100% ran with it. So, 
And my, we, ain't, we didn't even tell her we was going to pay her, nothing. <laughs> we just gave her a job. That's it. And she did it. So she got this list, the names of the people, the rooms that they're in, pages all of that, pages. pages. And the thing is, <laughs> while she went through, some people took it seriously and put what they want on the list. But the thing is, she said, a lot of organizations have came to the refugee camps asking them, hey, what do you need? What do you want? But did not follow through and did not come through after they said they asked them these questions. So a lot of the guys there didn't really take our request or the job that she was doing seriously they're like whatever so some people put things down on the list but then one dude put oh yeah so they want to they're gonna give me what i want so before you say that tell 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 some of the items that people requested for so that which was which was which was uh belts deodorant soap i mean just it wasn't basic shoes items. shirt it was all basic items rice, rice uh, oils, so, just basic, your, your basic milk. items, nothing, nothing crazy, milk, yeah, mm-hmm. basic, basic items, and then she flips through the page, and then one dude is like, yeah, okay, well, they gonna give me what I want, I want a wife, <laughs> <laughs> a so, wife, he put a wife, he put he wanted a wife on the list, so, <laughs> and we actually met the dude later on down the line. We did a dinner there, and we met him, and we laughed so hard, and we cracked jokes on him, but he was not joking. No, he was he not paying. He a wife. And actually, <laughs> actually, I, I guess we can finish with that story because instead of confusing you later on, a couple of days later, uh, so that same day we went, we did the groceries, and we'll give more details on, on that and how we collected the items to bring them back. We had to do that in multiple um trips because yeah, it was a lot. so much stuff uh and again thankfully the reason why we could even do that is because of the support that you guys the financial support that you guys have sent our way this is where the quote-unquote gift budget comes into play yeah that's how we can do these kind of things yeah um so as we were thinking about this man's request because we went through the list did an inventory and then we looked at his request he had a couple of other items and then put a wife and we were in the car and I remember it was Manu who told this song. <laughs> Manu is a y'all, Manu is a mess. That woman, yo, she is a mess, child. So what she, she tied you up? So she said, Oh, maybe we can tell because when we came back to bring the items, he was not there. Mm-hmm. So as we're sitting in the car, I didn't get the idea. Why, why don't we write him a letter? Oh, my God. She's so terrible. <laughs> uh, write him a letter letting him know that the wife came. And he wasn't there to receive her. And he her. wasn't there so to receive her. So she had gift. to go. And so... <laughs> <laughs> and if that was... And Jessica would have been the first one up. We would have had to get, give her. Because ain't... Uh-uh. She would... No. <laughs> Jessica would have been the first one up for that one. But... We were there. One of one of the wives were available, but he wasn't around. So we wrote a beautiful letter and this beautiful handwriting. Mm-hmm. And I think Manu had to write it because my handwriting looks like trash. So she writes in this beautiful feminine handwriting. You know, hi, Mr. Such and Such. Uh, you know, w- your wife has come to visit you. And she's I came. Actually, she's, we spoke first person. I, the wife, I, the wife, came to visit you, and unfortunately, you wasn't here for me, so I had to go. So, we just wrote, it was a whole letter written in first person, and he got the letter, y'all. And and we'll tell you later about his reaction. (laughs) Anywho, um, (laughs) (laughs) bringing the items, uh, so we did it twofold. We started with the food. And then uh, later on, we went and collected clothes. Uh, yeah. Manu had already um, gathered some clothes 
on her on her on end. her end from and, and Benny yeah. Benny's old clothes, clothes and as she well. grabbed some new things as well with us. Yes. And, and I think, th- did we did we do uh, the list for the family or did we get that the next day? That was not yet, actually. Okay. Because in doing the food, what I appreciated also was that as we did the groceries for the food, Manu picked up some of the tab. Yes. She was just so involved. Yes. Like, she, she really... Was so involved. And it was a blessing to see. Yeah. You know? Um, yeah. And especially on her journey with the Lord uh, to where she would, she would uh, allow us to be in Christ, number one, uh, as someone who, um, I wouldn't say is, is not saved, but, um, uh, is still on her journey to really su- surrender. Yeah. Uh, you know, but she, the total respect that she had, yeah. uh, for what we were doing and how she helped us do it really an amazing heart, you know? And so we we're thankful to her. We're thankful for her son, her son, amazing, amazing, amazing. Oh my God. Love him. Yes, love him, yes, love him, love him. Benny. Young man, oh, responsible, Benny. loves his mother, you know, um, really love them. And so for them to get involved in that way, uh, you could tell they were doing their part. And actually, I believe it's also the spirit of a lot of the Germans to really want to help. Because I recall going, um, we went where they were actually teaching the refugees to speak English. Mm-hmm. And it was Germans taking their time to volunteer and teach uh Nigerians and Syrians and, and other uh nations to speak German as they were there. Yes. So you, you 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 definitely saw a spirit of generosity from the German people. Yeah. Uh, that is something that we saw yes. and it, it uh, just praise God for that. Um yeah. And just want to point out, there was a spirit of genero- generosity, absolutely. Mm-hmm. But there was also a spirit of structure and order. <laughs> structure and order. And, you know, when you don't like structure and order, it's going to look like, oh, well, they doing this, but they doing that. No, let me tell you, it was beautiful for us to see a country that was willing to give, but still maintain structure and order so that they can re- maintain their country and keep it a certain way. Mm-hmm. And we respected that. We thought that was beautiful about Germany. And I think that for me, that's what really made me enjoy Germany so much. It was probably one of my best, my, one of my favorite countries to mm-hmm. visit, actually, um, because of that. So what mm-hmm. happened next? Then? What so doing? then, um, so we came back and started to give the food. And so we, uh, as we were doing that from the main kitchen, people started to come and actually thanking us because we, we had to do it by a uh, room number. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, uh, and some of those people actually were, they were shocked that it actually happened. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. they let us know, you know, and that uh, helped us develop a relationship with some of the guys. It was a lot of men, uh, less women. It was mostly men that we dealt with. Maybe what, two women, two or three women in the whole place? I can't even remember something else, somebody else than Rita. Other than Rita, I think Rita was the only, no, <laughs> Rita was the only woman. I believe, yeah, that she was. I yeah. mean, it's it was men, 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 and men. You know, so that's another thing. Uh, now, I don't know if every camp is that way, but for some reason it looked like more of a men camp than anything else. Um, from that, we then started to prepare for, to get the clothing um, leg of, of the list. And so to do that, we went to a store because there was a family, a Syrian family actually had a re- requested clothes uh, for children from different ages. Um, and so we, we prepared to go there. And so we went to a store to get the clothes. And so what happened? Okay. So then that was when the family requested, it mm-hmm. was really just one family. It was a couple of people that requested clothes. Belts it wasn't a lot, yeah. belts and things like that. But then one family really requested 
clothing. And I'm going to tell you, I just want to make this point really quick. Later on, when we had the African dinner, we met the family. Mm -hmm. Now, we went and bought all of them, the boy, everybody, we bought them outfits. We went to the store, Mm -hmm. bought all the kids' clothes. Y'all, they told us that they did not like the clothes. (laughs) They didn't like the clothes. Now, these were brand new clothes from y'all wonderful giving. And I I don't want this story to discourage y'all. Uh, from 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 giving because you know the Lord still mm-hmm. will win and vindicate always. But it kind of tripped us out that they did not like the clothes. I mean, we put in so much effort. Now let me tell you <laughs> how much effort we put into these clothes. Okay, so we go to the store with Manu, <laughs> and they're shaking her head right now. We go to the store with Manu, and we in there, and you know, I'm 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 really more so focused on. You know, the thing is. I went to school for fashion, y'all. Anybody who knows me, you know, when I'm on these trips, I'm very regular. You know, I have one pair of sneakers, a couple of outfits I'll wear over and over again on these trips. I'm very simple. I'll bring out some little things, but I don't really do a lot. But baby, when I'm in Miss America, baby, I like to get dressed. That's my thing. The Lord has just blessed me with the, a gift to want to put on nice clothes. They don't even have to be expensive and just dress nice. So we in the store. It's not overpriced. Um, and I'm like, okay, so now I'm excited. This is my avenue. We about to put together some outfits. It's a young girl. I'm like, I'm about to hook her up with a cute little matching this, this, this. And then we hook the boys up with like a cute little fitted pants and shirt fashionable i'm thinking i'm gonna get something nice for them i really put so much all of us put so much heart at the time i didn't know that though i thought it was just me into (laughs) getting these clothes for these kids so (laughs) jesus help me so when we get there uh, I think M A M and New pick up this mm-hmm. shirt and it's a pink it's a pink and something shirt. I can't remember how it looks. I remember. It's a pink shirt with like all oh, pink shirt with like silver hearts on it or something and some khaki pants. And y'all it, it, it made my stomach turn. I said, wait a minute. And I'm like, oh, no, 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 that's not, you know, I'm like, no, that's not nice. Get this and that. And so Manu and Emma are insisting. They're like, no, no, it's just a girl. It's just, you know, something. Yes, a young girl. Just get something simple. And in my mind, I'm like, and this is just in my mind, y'all. I'm like, I don't care. What nothing? It, even if it's a little girl or not, you gotta get something fly. Like if we gonna buy an outfit, buy a nice outfit, something real pretty that she could wear to school. Some matching, put some bows with it. I'm thinking, no, you gotta put it together. Like this look crazy. In my mind, the outfit they selected looked crazy. So I'm trying to explain. In, in her mind, y'all. I wish I could have took a picture. We would put a vote vote on it, but unfortunately we couldn't. So, like I said, in my mind, that outfit looked crazy. So, they're like, oh, no, it, uh, it, it, it doesn't matter. You know, it's just for a girl. And, I, and I'm, I'm trying not to uh, uh, intrude and be aggressive about it. But in my mind, I'm like, y'all are not getting that for this girl. I'm going to get something better than that because that looks terrible. And so then, <laughs> so then Manu and Edme, the thing is, Manu, y'all, you have to meet her. She's very strong-headed. She's German. I mean, she's saying it nicely, but basically she's saying, this is what we're going to do. This is, this is nice. This is what we're doing. And, and, and then, you know, Edme's agreeing with her. And I'm like, wait a minute, hold up. Yeah, I'm thinking you're strong-headed too. I'm, so. I'm strong-headed too. <laughs> I'm strong-headed, too. So, I'm like, wait a minute. Oh, that's what y'all gonna do? 
no, you're not going to do it. And so now I'm like, well, I don't know. What did I do? I think I like. You, I, kind, of, you kind of left and. I got, I, y'all, I kind of caused a scene in the store. Yeah. I, I, I I'm can't not going to lie. I, I caused a scene. I, can't, I, can't remember. I, started, and I, I was like, no, y'all not. And, and if that's the case, like, if y'all going to get the outfit, then I'm going to go get another outfit. And I'll pay for it myself because I'm not giving that outfit to that girl. And, <laughs> and they didn't like the clothes. And the thing is, they well, they wouldn't have liked the clothes, period, because they was just, they was on the, the Lord, just pray for this family, y'all. But, um. Yeah, I was, I was, I was, I was like, oh no, y'all not gonna do me like that. Y'all not gonna tell me what we not gonna do. That's not gonna happen. So the thing is, <laughs> mind you, my great grandmother is German, so that's probably where I get it from. Cause I was like, oh no. So I think when I started to flip out, Ed May's like, wow, wow, and Manu is looking at me like I'm crazy, and I'm like, yeah, wow, 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 whatever. I'm not be, I'm getting my own outfit and I walk away. <laughs> And we look around and Jessica's nowhere to be found. And and later on, she told me she seen that I was getting to that point. She just knew. So she was like, okay, I'm going to exit stage left. I found her sitting over watching cartoons. <laughs> she, just... <laughs> she just disappeared and went to go watch cartoons. And she tells me later on, girl, I seen you was about to flip out. And I mean, everybody in the store just watched me go off. But... Luckily, you know, uh, love never fails. And when it and and and, and uh, what's that scripture? Love is patient. Injustice, love, uh, uh, uh love rejoices uh, when justice wins out. Cause we still ended up getting the outfit I selected. Thank you, Jesus. Though they didn't like the clothes. They didn't like any of the clothes. They didn't like them. They are, and y'all want to, when, when, the thing is, I'm going to be, now, I'm, Jesus, forgive me. When the, 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 what the boy was wearing, when he told me he didn't like the clothes. Y'all listen to me. He had a hole in his shirt and his pants were dirty. His pants were dirty. He looked crazy. And the outfit I, we got was fly. I'm just going to put that out there. F-L-Y-Y-Y-Y. It was fly. He told us he didn't like the clothes. And I'm not going to lie. What he said, I said, well, you little ungrateful little thing. I said that. I did. I said it to him. I did. I said, you little ungrateful little thing. And, um... And then I just left him alone. But, you know, the Jesus, the Lord been working on me. I, I, I didn't tell him off or nothing. I just said, you little ungrateful little thing. And he smiled at me. Um... And and, and we, it was still cool. It was still cool. And I think they still wore the clothes. I, and I mean, maybe he actually did like the clothes and was just kind of pulling my buttons. I don't know. Because uh, it, it wasn't an intention there. You know, we still smiled at one another and it was cool. But, yep, yeah, that's what he said. And that was the, the frustration. <laughs> yeah. Over so close with these kids. That happened. Yeah. And so then what happened? After? <laughs> we so, went back to the house. I think, did we go back to the house afterwards? Yeah, we uh, we went back, and again, and, and those are things that, uh, in terms of going back to the house, one of the things that I know I appreciated, I'm sure Bev and even Jess, uh, was to see how we would spend time with uh, our hosts uh, mm-hmm. in Germany. Obviously, we won't give details, but uh, um, uh, but I praise God for how He set things up. There, there was a reason why yeah. we were supposed to stay there, mm-hmm. and uh, thankful that He did that. Because mm-hmm. it 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 was really a great opportunity for ministry as well there, and then um, we would come back. Uh, oh, actually, we were invited to a German church uh, by the oh, the yeah. Nigerian uh, refugees there. Uh, thankfully, there was an American missionary that was there actually doing work, 
and she was there for years and uh, she had been helping them and they did say that you know they were that was an organization a church organization that actually was helping them uh, find jobs um, and uh, a lot of different other things teaching them German you know and so uh, we were connected to go to church that Sunday morning and it was interesting to sit in a German service with German people yeah you know uh, and um, I recall, even prior to going there, we had a visit, I think it was the day before on Saturday, we had visited the Holocaust. Um, yeah, the, um, the, which one? the, the concentration Aus- camps. I, I can't remember uh, if it was Auschwitz or... I think it was Auschwitz. Auschwitz, Auschwitz concentration camp can't. with Manu. Yes. And actually, that was the same day. After we went shopping for the clothes, mm-hmm. we put everything back at the house, mm-hmm. and then we just spent the rest of the day, and we went to Auschwitz. Yeah. And going there, you know, you walk through uh, the different uh, ways of organized evil. Um, And in that, you know, Manu really started to share the spiritual state of the nation of Germany. Yeah. That there's been a shame for decades Decades. because of what happened in World War II. They don't even wear their flag. No. No. For them to wear their own German flag in their car, they're considered racist. Yeah. That's how bad, yeah. that's how shameful, yeah. how much of a gray cloud yeah. that has been held over Germany for years, years upon years. Years, years, years. And, and even in their education, for a long time, they denied uh, what had happened uh, back in the uh, 30s and 40s in Germany uh, to a place where, you know, many even said that uh, most Germans, if you ask them where they're from, they will sell from Europe. They won't say Germany. They won't say Germany. And then you have to, well, go where in Europe? And then, you know, they would lower their voice and bow their heads and say Germany. Mm-mm-mm. And that was a problem because Mm-mm. if there is no God and if there's no Jesus, then then how about it? Just be in shame for the rest of, you know, uh, times. Mm-hmm. But uh, especially for Christians, that's the reason why when we went to that church, I remember they introduced us and, and said that we were missionaries from America and they gave us uh, the floor for a few minutes to speak. And we spoke about yes. that. And we, we really just told them, you know, be proud of yourselves. Don't be ashamed of where you come from. You know, and, and this is a, just to add to the point mm-hmm. that really bugs me out. I, I've, I've heard people that are in full-blown sin. I've seen people smoking a crack pipe and saying, oh, well, the Lord forgives. <laughs> We've seen the world, the world knows this no matter if they're uh, uh atheists oh well god's supposed to forgive that's the first thing if they don't know anything they know that and it's so interesting to how a country could have such a bad background and there's no reverence for forgiveness in the country and i mean even in the church we can feel the shame that they had and it was like you know the lord put it in our spirits to let them know you know you don't be ashamed of who you are don't be ashamed of uh the country that you come from you know i've sinned i've Mm. sinned i've done terrible things but you know what this day right now i am not ashamed yes the things i did were shameful but i am not ashamed because the lord has brought me out Mm. he has forgiven me and he has made me a better person today so when i look at you no i am not ashamed of who i am but yet I, I'm not, I have a testimony. I have a past. 
Am I proud of it? No, but I thank God because I can tell you where the Lord brought me from. So uh, for them, it's for them to know, you know, look at where the Lord brought you from. Not walking around with a great cloud over your head. It's just, you ever seen a cartoon where they draw a cloud over the person and it's raining <laughs> specifically on that person? Mm. That mm. is literally mm. what the spirit mm. gave to me as an illustration for what they were doing dealing with mm. and we just had to let them know you don't be ashamed of who you are you yeah. don't be ashamed of where you come from i mean america is not the greatest country y'all we got some skeletons let's be real but you know what when someone asks me and when i'm in another country and they ask me where you from i'm from america and i'm very proud to say i'm from america i'm very proud to speak my english the way i speak it to talk the way i talk regardless of what we've been through i mean let's be real i'm an african-american woman i come from africa and I, my family were slaves. We lived on plantations. That is the background for my family. But at the end of the day, you know what? I'm an American. I'm from America. This is my country. That's my nation. And I'm proud of it. And I serve Jesus, period. Yeah. And them being at church that morning, uh, if there's any equalizer, is the fact that now you are in Christ. Yes. Before being a German, you are in Christ mm -hmm. and in Christ there is no condemnation yep. and it's to bring that gospel because that's the good news that is the good news these people were paying the price of what their parents parents mm -hmm. did mm -hmm. that was not even them mm -hmm. I mean if any of them were old enough that could have been maybe children when those things were happening mm -hmm. that was not even you mm -hmm. but the shame to where and another thing that we also warned them of when you allow yourself to have such shame, you are liable to do things to try and redeem yourself that are actually endangering to you. Yes. And one of the things that we've heard a lot going on, and even from locals in Germany, and that's probably the reason why you have a reverse now about this refugee and, and how millions of refugees have been welcomed, quote unquote, in Germany, and there are benefits to it, but also a lot of bad consequences for the country. Uh, when you are so scared of being called a racist, a fascist, for just standing for what's right, it becomes a problem. Yeah. And one of the things that we really wanted to make sure that they understood is that you got to stand for righteousness. Yeah. If, if your shame now allows you to let anything and everything go for fear of yes. being labeled. If you don't uh, stand for anything, you'll you fall for everything. That's a yes. fact. Yes. And so shame, as a, it's a double-edged sword. Number one, it keeps you paralyzed. Number two, it has you welcome the evil as a form of punishment when there's no need for that. Yeah. Jesus took the punishment. Mm -hmm. And so, yeah, for us, for some reason, we felt like this is uh, what we really wanted to impart uh, at that church that morning. And we had a great time. We had a great, great time with them. We fellowshiped with them afterwards. And it was, it was really so nice. good to it see, nice. yeah, the Nigerians mixed with Germans and white Germans. It was that one American lady was that missionary there mm -hmm. as well. But it was just it was just great to see. It was just great to see. It's always good to see how Christ brings people together. Yes, man. Yes. I mean, awesome, awesome, awesome. And uh just just the experience at the church and mm -hmm. I, I believe just delivering the message i believed it blessed them because mm -hmm. it came from two people that they would never expect it to come from out of mm -hmm. all places and um it and, and we've seen such a, a grace in their their hearts to hear that they needed 
to hear that and that was awesome and um the fellowship was wonderful i mean we had a good time you guys um so afterwards mm -hmm, we got picked up and did we do the dinner that day too no i think it was the following day or maybe on, on the tuesday that we did it so uh, during the day uh so just for you guys to have an idea i'll say it first and then she'll pick it up Beverly has something with food oh my god and i'm asking the lord for oh deliverance girl, shut up um, I'm asking the Lord for deliverance. <laughs> uh, initially in the U.S., it's okay if we're in a city or a town. She has to map out what restaurant <laughs> was listed on. You know those food channels. I don't know. If, I don't know how they call it. Food network or yes, whatever. Yes, everything. Best voted. Best voted. Whatever. And we diners, drivers, and dives. Don't ask. You know what other people <laughs> had to eat, or maybe do you feel for something? Or don't. Don't ask. Just go. Just just map out where you want to eat, and we all have to follow. So, anyways, <laughs> that's how it usually happens in the U.S. And then when she meets people from other countries, especially Africans, oh, you're gonna cook for me, and we're gonna do the food. Who knows how to cook? You're gonna yeah, cook, and yeah. it better be good, Ooh. and it becomes the goal of the day, and everything. But we gonna get the, we gonna get the food though. We are gonna pay for the food. We ain't gonna say cook for me, and then we are gonna make no, them pay. Course. No, but we'll course. be like, you know what I'm saying? We'll be like, I, I'm not gonna lie. I'm gonna tell them like, hey, and listen, let's just be real. You meet Africans, and you ask them to cook for you. It's like you just you just put a battery in their back. Thing. Ooh, yes, 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 that is true. That is they true. get excited. You say you want to eat their food, boy. That is true. Like what? It is a it's a blessing. That for is them. true. And it's a blessing for me too. So hey, everybody wants. So, <laughs> so I asked actually Rita, because mm -hmm. she was telling me she's from Nigeria. She know I make all the African food. They even had an African store, mm -hmm. you guys, in Germany where you can buy their food. So I'm like, baby, you ain't got to tell me twice, boo. You going to cook for us. And she <laughs> like, yes, ma'am. She was excited. <laughs> that was another job she was ready to do. <laughs> and y'all, let me tell you. That food was so good. It was. It was so good. And every y'all, everybody from the whole place came. I don't know what it is about food, y'all. It brings everybody together of all races, color, creeds. I mean, it's just so oh man, <laughs> something about food. So she cooked and everybody came and Manu and Benny was there as well. And this was their first time eating some type of Nigerian food. They had, we had fufu, y'all. We had some straight up German people eating fufu with their hands, dipping it in the sauce. So for shout out for any Africans listening to this, y'all. <laughs> We on y'all side because we had them up in there rolling the fufu up. And then she made what, like a salt fish stew mm -hmm. with it. It was so good, you guys. And I think one of the guys I think assisted her too. I can't remember who that was that actually cooked the, one that, the food. The one that wanted a wife. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, okay. So anyways, uh, before that, during the day, Manu uh, had volunteered to actually bring her, her whole set of dishes. Yes. Because they didn't have dishes for yes. everybody. And so we dressed the table with those dishes and and what blessed me again and blessed us again at the end of it is that she left the dishes there. She, she left just gave the dishes. Them she to gave them. them the dishes. You know, and that's another Wow. Manu you know, is Manu's awesome. Yeah, awesome, yeah, awesome, yeah, awesome. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry she about just, fussing at you, Manu. We over that though. But I think it brought us closer because you know, she she's gangster, I'm gangster. It, it, it you know, it, it it just works. But <laughs> Thank you, Lord. She left them them dishes, and I mm -hmm. mean, the woman. Oh my God, giving, mm -hmm. giving, giving, mm -hmm. giving, mm -hmm. giving, and yes. it was not a front. It was not a facade. No. No. It was genuine. Yeah. 
genuine. And so we ate the food together. We talked about the Bible with mm-hmm. Benny and Benny. Let me tell you about Benny. <laughs> Benny asks questions. Oh my God. He asks insightful. brilliant insights. He just digs deep into his question. You ever you ever talk with someone and they're asking you a question, but it's the same question three different ways. Mm-hmm. And you're like, I just answered it for you three different that's annoying. But not Benny. Benny will ask a question and once you answered it, he He's goes, like, Okay, deeper. next step. Next step, deeper, deeper, deeper. And and the thing is, he wasn't asking just to debate. He was asking because he, really he wanted a know. logical answer. Yeah. And I mean, and it was wonderful. Yeah. We were excited because the thing is, the questions he was asking, if you were a Christian, quote unquote, but you did not know the word of God and you, you were just a Christian, you might have got hot headed and frustrated with the questions that he asked because, I mean, he really asked some serious, deep yeah. questions. And for us, we just got excited. We were like, this is awesome because the fact that you're inquiring mm-hmm. is enough. And the Lord is going to, to, it's okay to ask questions. It's okay to ask the Lord. It's not okay to question God, mm-hmm. but it's okay to ask God questions yeah. and gain understanding. He wants you to understand. He never wants you to be blind, you know? So uh, he was asking questions and we were answering it. And also the blessing in that was the Nigerian people mm-hmm. were answering as well. They joined in and yeah. answering the questions and they had a better understanding uh, to, 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 to teach him as well. And for the ones who didn't join in, they just sat around and, and listen and it ministered to them and it became a ministry dinner, you guys. And it wasn't, it wasn't um, a religious practice formal way of of learning the lord it was just genuine and mm-hmm. organic and just it was so fun y'all we had such a good time mm-hmm. oh yeah. and, and i would just want to repeat the food was the bomb y'all she really <laughs> put her foot up in that fish child i mean it was it was it was the bomb <laughs> we had a wonderful time Mm-mm-mm. and and you know what always amazes us is how things come about many mm-hmm. times uh especially when it's a um quote-unquote ministry teaching type moment because at the table what really sparked that was the fact that uh there were some muslims actually one muslim man at the table and some christians uh and manu and ben who actually are searching uh were searching at the time um and so one of the claims of christianity which is the biggest claim and actually is the main offense is for jesus to say i'm the only way to the father no one gets yeah. to me but through me. Yeah. I'm the way. I'm the way, the truth, and, and the, the life. life. That's it's right. over. That sets the record straight. You know, and so when you claim something like this, then the question is, well, what does that mean? Someone who believes in Allah, someone who believes in this, and especially we had Muslims at the table too. So that made for interesting exchange to where Benny now was asking questions. So I said, okay, but what? Why, why is he? The why only is way? he the only? Why? You know, and and so that got us to really delve into. What who Jesus is, you know, and and because again he is respected, quote unquote, by Muslims according to what they say. They yeah, do as acknowledge him as a prophet, uh, and they would say that he is is a very good example, and he performed miracles, and he was born of a virgin. Uh, many uh, Muslims believe that, and I actually was speaking to a Muslim too long ago, and he even said that before Jesus, nobody was like him. And nobody was like him after. That's a Muslim <laughs> saying mm-hmm. that, you know. Uh, however, there is the stumbling block of recognizing him as God. Yes. Not just the son of God, which but, a lot uh, don't even acknowledge that, but he is God. Yeah. You know, and um, so that's really what got us to 
to discuss. And it's always a blessing when you have people that are searching uh, to ask those kinds of questions. Because mm-hmm. as you answer, you know, the Lord gave us a brain, you know, and, and there are times where people have been so hurt in their wanting to believe that they have nothing left to believe. And now they only uh, rely on their mind to understand. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so thankfully we pray and we continue to pray for Manu and, and Benny. Uh, we've heard some good reports uh, about them and uh, we're trusting that they're well and we'll look forward uh, to see them again. Yes, we are definitely yeah. taking another trip back out there. And um, yeah, so that was our journey in Germany. I mean, it was just wonderful. Uh, we weren't there long. It was a short, it was a short, uh, I think it was we're, a week. Yeah, we're there. A week. It was just a week and uh, in and out, but the Lord showed up and showed out and it was just a blessing for us. And um. Yeah, we had a good time, and mm-hmm. um, shout out to Manu and Benny one more time, and and uh, actually I'll put this out mm-hmm. there too. The guy who wanted a uh, wife. Oh yeah, forgot about that. Him and Rita are now together. No way. Yes, they are. Yes, they are. I'm confused. Instagram, baby. I only know this now. When did that happen? Girl, if you would have had Instagram, you would have known. Okay. Uh. <laughs> I forgot. I forgot. I forgot. But so they are together. They are together. They made. They made it. They they made something work and kick. And we're praying in the name of Jesus that they're gonna go ahead and tie the knot if they haven't already and do this thing the right way. We don't want no fornication. We don't want no messiness. No messiness. No mess. No mess. Because Jesus don't bless. Yeah, come to Twitter and see what's up. But we got. We gonna hit her up. And actually, we are planning to get back out there in Germany. Uh, hopefully, God willing. Um. Uh, um, what 2019, 2018, 2018, 2018, 2018, 2018, we're gonna step through real quick, uh, and, and just check things out. So, yep, that was Germany, and wow. we just thank the Lord for what He did. And we, and you know, we're just praying for those people. And we want to go ahead and close this podcast out mm-hmm. with a quick prayer. Mm-hmm. Um, you could go ahead and go. Well, Father, uh, you know what? I, okay, I, I'm gonna say this before. I'm sorry, maybe hopefully I won't, won't be long winded. Okay, I've had the idea to do those podcasts. Uh, actually, she mentioned this. Uh, maybe uh, two or three days ago and I was concerned actually prior to that because I um, we had to resume with sharing how um, you know our trips have been and but it's a lot of work oh, we're not wow. writers <laughs> we are not writers no say that again I am not a writer that no, is not my name no, that is no. not my call that is not my no. vocation. that is not my passion no. so thankfully we've had uh, a young lady who's helped us uh, um, get things edited but in terms of putting things on paper Petra yeah I'm shouting <laughs> you out girl Petra that's our editing queen right there she's fabulous <laughs> however uh, to put it on paper to be edited was a it, it was a pain it really was so but I knew that at some point we needed to revert back and letting people know what we were doing, especially the, those who have supported us financially. So when Bev mentioned the podcast, at first I was like, uh, podcast, does she mean like video? Because I always see her do videos and uh, on Facebook. And I was like, I don't, I don't know if I want to do all of that. I ain't trying to be on camera like that. But when she mentioned, no, no, it would be audio. I was like, oh my goodness, yes. And now the reason why I'm even mentioning all this is because this is our second one. Uh, and I'm I'm really enjoying just going back and remembering because it really shows what the Lord has done, where he's brought us from, yes. the stuff that we're learning. Yes. And and hopefully it'll give you a better idea because it's but so much you can write. Yeah. You know, um, yeah. but having 
going back and forth and trying to remember what happened, it has us uh, share some details that hopefully I trust, and that's the prayer, that those details will help you trust that the Lord will work through you. If there is a yes in you, you may not execute things perfectly. And trust me, we've had so many instances, whether it's Bev, myself, or Jessica, uh, where we had not executed in Christ 100%. Mm-hmm. However, because there's an, an initial yes, because the life that we have is a yes to him, the Lord will work through. And the encouragement is to not get, to not stumble, to not get stuck when we don't execute yes. the way that we're supposed to execute or else nothing will get done. Yes. But now though, we do have the wisdom of God. And so as we go forward, we learn from those hiccups yes. to be able to better execute. Yes, you know, And so when you go back and you think of these details, you realize, wow, okay. Yeah. You know, so I, I just, I just, I just pray in the name of the Lord that this was a blessing to you. Uh, I just pray in the name of the Lord that that would encourage you yes. to continue to know him and make him known. You don't have to go all the way to Germany to do that. Your grocery store is a great place to be in Christ. Mm-hmm. Your job is a great place to be in Christ. Your own family is a great place to, to be, be in, in Christ. Christ. You're a missionary every day of your life. If you are a Christian, you've been reconciled with the Father through Christ, and now you have been made a minister of reconciliation. That's it. So that is the mandate. That is who yes. you are in Christ. Rise up. Wear it well. Do not forfeit your birthright. That's right. And that is to manifest him. Yes, Jesus. Everywhere thank you go. You, thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Father God, I just want to thank you right now uh, for every single person listening to these podcasts. And this one specifically, Father, I just thank you that what we are speaking on is opening their hearts to receive you, opening their hearts to understand the sole purpose of who you are and serving you. And one of the big things that touched me last night, Father, was listening to Todd White, Lord Jesus. And he said, he said, I don't ask for miracles. I don't pray for Mm, miracles. mm, I don't pray for this. I don't pray for that. I literally just want to know my father. Mm, I mm, simply mm, just mm, want to mm, know God. Mm, mm. All that other stuff comes with it. Mm. But my motive is not to do those things. My motive is to know God. So this day right now, Lord, I pray for these people that they simply have a motive to know you. Yes, Lord. Know you. That's it. Last night I prayed to you, Father, and I, I just have to let these people know. And I asked my God, I said, Lord, I want to get to know you like that. I want to simplify this thing. Yes, Jesus. Lord, just teach me one new thing to learn about you every day. I want to learn one new thing about you every day and just continue to build on top of that. And I believe for the rest of my life, I can learn one mm, new mm, thing mm, about mm, you mm. every day. And I guarantee you when I die, I still won't know all the stuff <laughs> I need to know. So mm. that is where I am at. And I am praying in the name of Jesus that for everyone listening, you, that you get to that place to where you just want to learn one new thing about the Father every day. Because once you learn one new thing about him, you learn one new thing about yourself. Mm-hmm. Because you were made in his image Hallelujah. and his likeness. And once you learn one new thing about about him you have one new way to do things you have mm-hmm. one new way to think of things one new way to move mm. there's no way you can know one new thing about the father and not implement it mm. in your life it just it, it just it shouldn't 
go down like that. Mm. So, Father, right now, in the name of Jesus, I pray that over every single person listening, that they get a hunger in their hearts to learn one new thing about you every day and, and understand it and receive it, that it may imp- that it may be uh, mimicked and, and reflected in their lives, Lord God, and that they will know who you are and they will represent who you are as they are called to do, whether they're Christian or not, because regardless of what religion we choose, we were all made to serve the Father. And I pray by them having a hunger to know you, it will transform their minds and transform what they're supposed to do to where they know, okay, Lord, this is what I'm supposed to do. I'm supposed to serve you. This is what I'm supposed to do. So, Father, I just thank you right now for every single person listening. And I I just pray over their lives. I pray protection over their lives. I pray uh, freedom over their lives. And I just pray that they know you for who you are this day. And in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. All right, guys. We'll talk to you later. God bless you. Bye.